Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Hungry, but don't feel like making your own meal, but you want something really, really good, and you want something really, really healthy. Chef Erica Nicole Day, she is amazing. Experienced culinary medicine consultant and private chef with medical and high-end restaurant background. She is available for consulting on meal planning for weight loss, helping out with medical conditions, or strict macros for bodybuilding and fitness training. Chef Erica Nicole Day was telling me the other day, she's like, we get a lot of bodybuilders, you know, because they're putting together those, you know, you see them in the gym. If you're in the gym, you know, they're eating out of the Tupperware. That probably came from Chef Erica Nicole Day. Uh, these uh, options include, but not limited to, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian. It's not a religion that deals with fish, I believe. Uh, paleo, bulletproof, keto, all that good stuff. They do there. So covers the initial evaluation, menu, planning, grocery list, emails, advice, and encouragement, so on and so forth. She's the real deal. Get a hold of her. EricaNicoleDay.com. That is EricaNicoleDay.com. When getting a mortgage, you want a trustworthy, reliable, and always, this is the key, always accessible person. I'm going to tell you about Dave Flashner. Dave Flashner was stocked in mortgage. Every uh, property that I own, that I bought, I've gotten my mortgage through Dave. This guy gets shit done. That's why I like Dave. I consider him a friend, uh, but when it comes down to business, Dave is the man. So, you know, this crazy real estate market that we're in, whether you're participating or not, at somewhere down the road, you're going to have to get a mortgage. Dave Flashner will find you the best that's out there with Stockton Mortgage. So how do you get a hold of Dave? You can call him, 561-951-0984. That's 561-951-0984. Say, Dave, I listened to Bailey. Uh, I want you to treat me like you treat him because he treats me like he treats everybody else. And I want this shit to get done quick, fast, in a hurry. And Bailey told me to call Stockton Mortgage and Dave Flashner. You got some issues going on upstairs? You need to talk to somebody? It's okay. Admit it. It's, you know, like this present day, man. It's no hiding behind some uh, tough man wall. You need to talk to somebody. I'm talking about depression. I'm talking about anxiety, relationship issues, parenting issues, trauma, substance use issues, et cetera, et cetera. Look, Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell, not only a very dear friend, but he is the best in the business. There's no doubt about it. 10 therapists who work there at Ridgeline Counseling. Now, if you're in the Atlanta area, three locations, East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, just outside of Blue Ridge. But he'll talk to you anywhere. He can go online. He's been telling me stories of people that have uh, been listening to the podcast that get a hold of him through markwelltherapy.com. That is markwelltherapy.com. Accept insurance, offer self-pay options, uh, virtual sessions, of course, there, markwelltherapy.com. Get that help you need, would you? People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Let's call these the Cabin Sessions. Episode 43 of Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. The OG, all presented by the BS. Not in the Golden Scissors studio, currently in the... Paradise City Studios in beautiful Mineral Bluff, Georgia, as we stay at our cabin for uh, a few days. My name is Jason Bailey. Thanks for being here. 
There is Nate. I'm in a cabin. He's on the beach in Mexico. Hello, Nate. Hola. How's it going? Good. Uh, kind of. I'll explain that here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> and then there's uh, Brandon, who <laughs> I guess he's in South Georgia somewhere. I, I, the, <laughs> the backdrop. You know, now that we have this video element where we post what we call snaps to YouTube and TikTok and Twitch and all that stuff, um, you know, when I'm not in the studio, Brandon's not in the studio because Nate, you know, damn well, I'm not going to let him in my house without me being there. Right. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so, so he's at his house uh, and he's trying to beef it up with this backdrop of a, um, I don't know. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. We've had it for a while. I think it's just for video stuff like this, but it's not very centered. Nah, I don't know if it's for video <laughs> stuff like this, Nate, you want to give us, uh, give it a stab. I thought it was one of those things like in France back in like the 1700s where women change. Yes, exactly what it is. It's 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 a, <laughs> it could be that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're called, but it's a trifold. Yeah. But this one's like might be the ugliest one I've ever seen in my entire life of America. It's see through. It's like an indoor window. It was like Brandon said, all right, we're recording. I've got to get a backdrop so they don't see all of my great, 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 great grandmother's decor in the background. So I'm going to go and try to find a trifold old France dressing room divider. Nailed it. <laughs> but it's like ugly, white, dirty sheet color uh, and then separate it by just straight up in your face, light boards. So it's not, you know, sp I had one, uh, truth be told. So my first condo ever, when I was 21, I bought my first condo in Winter Park, Florida. It was the coolest, the bestest place ever. It was 810 square feet. It uh, was two bedroom, one bath. And the kitchen was also kind of the living room. And I made it also into the laundry room. So I didn't have space for a dining room table. So I had this little two-seater, two stools, two little stools. I got it at a place called, you remember Service Merchandise? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where, where you'd order for, Brandon, you know anything about Service Merchandise? Never heard of it. Okay, it was it, it was. For its time, it was really, really cool. You would go into the store. They would have all these little kiosks. Um, they would have the items, uh, most of the items in the store, right? This was like Amazon in real time. That's what it was. And you would go to these kiosks, and you'd look through the service merchandise magazine. And then you'd find what you wanted. You would write down what it is with the, you know, the numbers and all that stuff. You would then turn it in. And then congregate over at this giant, I don't know, what was it, uh, like a, what, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Nate? The, um, oh, um, like, an, uh, like an assembly line. What's the conveyor belt? It was a conveyor right. belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A conveyor belt that came from the ceiling, and you would wait for your package to come down and drop. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, what's that store? There's one in Atlanta, and I think there's one down by noon in it was kind of, uh, it's an electronic store somewhat. And they also have. They do the same kind of uh, gimmick? Yeah, I think we got two TVs for you from there. For me? Uh, but yeah, yeah, we, you bought them inside and then we had to go around back to the loading oh, dock. And oh, then we, oh, oh, you're talking about uh, Brand Smart. Brand Smart, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, you know, in Brand Smart, they have the conveyor belt where the things come down and everything like that. Yeah, it's somewhat similar. So I had to split up my little breakfast. Uh, uh, table you know bar with my stackable washer and dryer 
You know, so when I bring the, you know, Big Daddy Bang Bang can't be living like laundry and dryer stackable right behind where I'm making you some noodles and shrimp, right? So, so I got to, like everything I got was from service merchandise. One, because my mother programmed it as a kid. Like this is where you go to shop. And two, the lady that cut my hair, she also worked at one. So she gave me like 20% off, you know? Nice. And uh, so I had one of those little, but it was, I tell you, this was like 90, 96, 97, something like that. You know, a lot fucking cooler than what you got behind you. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I just remember we used to have speakers in the corner, and I think that's what it was for, to hide the speakers. That would make more sense. This is your dad's. This is your father's house, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. not, a, not a woman to come in and, or a gay guy to come in and spruce it up a little bit. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we got a Christmas tree up. It's behind there. I probably could have just left it down. That would have looked nicer. Yeah, probably. That would have looked just fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, there's some things that I'll get into uh, with my trip. Uh, oof. So this is when you're not in the studio. You get very loud emails. How do I know? Oh, you're fine. We can't hear them. Oh, you can't hear them? Okay. That's Mm -hmm. good. All right. So I'm not in the studio. So I got to, you know, which is, you know, the pro of doing this whole project is that, you know, we can go wherever we want. In this case, I don't have, it's still I'm out of my element. This is the first time I've set up here at Paradise City. And it's not bad. I actually had Jeremiah fucking Sample come over and do some work while we're here. And one of the things I asked him to do specifically for this podcast uh, or the ones that we're going to do is put a cat five line so I can go right into the, the router because the router's upstairs thinking that I'm going to get more juice versus being on Wi-Fi because this is mountain man Wi-Fi. You got three lumberjacks, you know, trying to figure it out somewhere in Mineral Bluff, Georgia. <laughs> what the hell fucking Wi-Fi have here? What the fuck's going on with the Wi-Fi? I got to pay fuck. I got to go kill a deer. They got to go fucking kill a deer before we get the Wi-Fi. Can't have the Wi-Fi without no deer. I'm going to skin a deer and put it on your wall. That's the shit up here. That's, that's what's going on. So I think so far is so good. Uh, everything sounds fine, yes? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, good. Especially right. for you're on... Um, is it DSL up there? Yeah, dick sucking lips. Yeah, that's okay. what they got. That's what, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, <they> got, <laughs> that's what happens in the mountains. They, I, I, I guess they they offer high speed internet, whatever that is in North Georgia, uh, but you, but I think you have to get the approval of like the majority on the mountain. So I would have to walk to everybody's cabin on this fucking mountain <laughs> and get them to sign a petition because you know goddamn well they don't got no fucking email. Uh, yeah. So, ah. I'm Jason Bailey. I live over Paradise City. Would you sign on for high-speed Wi-Fi? Who the fuck needs Wi-Fi? Just look at the, just look at the mountains. Just look at the trees. Just look at the mountains. All right. So before we left to uh, left to come up uh, to the cabin, you know, you're doing some projects around the house, and it's nice that I have a little extra free time uh, to do this stuff. And the, I had this black cloud of thinking I can do something, and more importantly, thinking that it's not going to take that long. And then it ends up, one, I totally fucking it up. And then two, it taking forever. And even by the time forever comes, it's still not done properly. Does that make any sense to you, Nate? Yeah, I totally get that. Um, you seem to like to try a lot of different things different projects yeah i was hoping you'd re- respond with yeah i've got the same issue <laughs> <laughs> no, i know no. i know exactly what i i know brandon doesn't have this issue brandon's a very hands-on guy you you can fix shit right you you get you you're like hey i got to do this i'm going to do it or you know better not to fix it right 
yeah, well, I'll try to fix everything that I can. And if I break it, then I learn probably shouldn't try to fix it again. Okay. Well, I'm not that guy. I, 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 not that I know I can fix it all. I just want to attempt to try to fix it. So in this case, this one's not my fault, actually. This one I'm going to blame on my wife. This was 100% her fault. And I don't know whether to rib her about it and just keep grinding uh, the fact that she told me to do this. This wasn't one of those things where... And now, I agreed. I did not disagree because I know nothing about tile work. I know nothing. I've done tiling <laughs> maybe once in my life, but that was under the supervision of my father-in-law, who was very, very handy. I know nothing about tiling. You guys know anything about tile work? No, not at all. No, I haven't done a lot of tile work. Okay. So we've got, uh, you know, a couple of years ago when we were doing some renos in the house, in our, in, our, in our shower, our master bath, there's this very large walk-in shower. Nate, you've seen it. I think we've mm-hmm. actually shared some soap together at one point. I, I probably did. And on the, on the floor, um, because we found out the people that renoed the house when we bought it did a very, very bad job. And in a shower, for those that don't know, I do know this, that there's, you go all the way to the bottom, there's the subfloor, right? And then over the subfloor, there's a bladder, like a, a thick rubber, you know, so water doesn't, you know, God forbid water gets a. Then you have to put concrete in order to grade it, right? In order to grade the water so the water goes down. The hole, the, the drain should be in the middle because that makes sense. And then over that, they put the tile. And we got those little individual tiles. I mean, you buy them in sheets, but they're, you know, little individual rocks. So it's like your feet are stepping on rocks, like you're at a spa. It's really nice. And then you grout it, and then you wipe the grout off, you clean the grout off, and then you seal it. That's, that's the stages of tiling a shower. I do know that part. So, there... Um, over time, like mold will get into the grout, you know, not that we're dirty mm. people, but it's just, you're in the, you're in the shower, you know, water's going to be some standing water. Yeah. You're going to get some it's mold. Wet. It's wet. Yeah. Mold. Yeah. yeah. So you want to try to clean it up as much as possible, but after a few years, the, there's nothing you can really do other than to regrout it. Well, my wife says, cause there was some spots that some grout had come up. She said, you need to touch up, or could you touch up the grout in the tile? I said, sure. I have no problem with that. You can buy already made grout, you know, pre-mixed, so you don't have to mix it yourself, because I don't want to get my hands too dirty, of course. I've, I've, got, I've got nice nails. <laughs> so, so I started doing that, and my, my suggestion to anybody that's got OCD, don't do this. Because when you start one spot, you find another spot, and then you find another spot, and then you find another spot, and then the next thing you know, you've regrouted the shower. So I didn't know if I was supposed to do that. My wife says, "Why don't you? I think it just needs to, the whole thing need to be regrouted. The whole thing really needs to be regrouted." I said, "Oh, how do you do that?" She says, "Well, just you know, put the grout over it, and then you take a sponge and you wipe it off, and then we'll reseal it." I was like, oh, that seems like it's pretty easy. I can do that. So I start it, and I start it, and then it got out of control. Then I'm just taking – it started with a finger in this bucket and just going around the edges. 
And then it got to my whole hand in this bucket and just smothering it like the guy in Predator that puts Arnold Schwarzenegger puts mud on his face to get rid of Predator. He's just all over the place. So I've got grout all over me. I've got grout all over the shower. I've got and I'm like, I hope this is gonna work out. She's like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You take the a sponge, and I had one of those big fucking sponges. You take one of those sponges and then you just, you know, wipe it off. So okay, cool. But you have to let it sit for a little bit. Right. How long do you think, Nate, that it should sit for? Man, I have no idea. Um, Me neither. I know that I, I know they have like quick drying cement. Uh, so I don't know, maybe like an hour or two. Okay. I have no clue. That's what we guessed an hour or two. Now, so far with this story, Nate, Brandon, has any have either of you picked up on the one thing already that we've done wrong that I have not mentioned? You didn't take the old grout out? Well, stand by. Wait for it. Or, wait, you said there was mold? Yes. Okay, maybe get rid of the mold before you put stuff over it? We tried, but we couldn't do that. The thing that we did not do yet, and we're already to this stage of regrouting, you know, and I use that term loosely, is we didn't go to Google. You know, Google is a very helpful friend with stuff like this. So... My, my knees hurting, my legs are, hey, my back's hurting. And it's like, I, I need to take a break. So I told my wife, I was like, so I went in and I start uh, about an hour and a half later, all right? I went in and I start wiping it down. And dude, this was not coming off easily at all. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was not, I'm sitting there scrubbing. Like I'm a, a a hostage to some rich lady, you know, mommy dearest, two thirty in the morning, scrubbing tile, and I'm like, holy shit! And it's individual tiles, right? Remember, it's those little rocks, and there's tons of them. So I'm sitting there, each individual rock scrubbing, and it's killing my body. Like I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. So I had to take a break. I got about halfway done, and I told my wife, I said, I got to take a break. So I go back and I finish it. And I was like, I think I got it all done. We, uh, we, then I was going to go back and reseal it. And so this was before we left for the cabin, so it could reseal by the time we we're, we're come back, it'd be all dry. And so a couple hours pass, and it dries up, and it looks like shit. It looks so <laughs> fucking bad. It was, it was all foggy. It was this, like, this glaze of gray over everything. And I told her, I said, it's your turn. I can't do it anymore. You got it. She's like, I'll get it. I was like, I did the hard part. You go back in. So Rage gets in the shower and she's scrubbing this down. Now it makes sense, right? To take a shower while you're scrubbing it down. Right. It just makes sense. You know, cause right. you're in the shower, you're wet, you're dirty. You might as well fucking take a shower while you're in the shower. So we're taking yeah, like, wash your hair. Right. We're taking like five showers in one day just so we can get this work done. So she does it. She, she's like, I think we got it. All. And it looks great. Wet. Like, wet, it looks perfect. So we let it dry. It looks like shit. It still looks like shit. I mean, really looks like shit. And so we go to bed, we wake up the next day, and it looks like shit. So finally, we Google it. And what does Google say? Any, any, any guesses? Uh, wipe it uh, right away? Nope. Nope. Brandon? Let it sit for 24 hours? No, no. What Google says is don't do it. You have to, in order to regrout it, pull up all the grout. You cannot regrout <laughs> grout. You can't overgrout already existing grout. It just isn't a thing. 
It does not exist <laughs> in the grout world. You don't grout over grouts. It's just how that works. So we made the mistake of not going to Google. I made the mistake of listening to my wife because I did not want to get into an argument, nor did I want to be proven wrong with her saying, oh, yeah, it totally can be done. No, it really fucking can't be done. It's impossible <laughs> to actually make it done. So uh, now we're at this place where when we go home, we have a shitty looking shower and we're going to have to pay a ridiculous amount of money to uh, redo the whole thing if we if we really want to. But it's her fault. But I should have known that's that black cloud of me going, oh, regrout the, t- the shower, challenge, accept it. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> you said it looks like shit. Like, what, what do you mean by that? Does it, is it bumpy? Is it different colors? Or how does it look bad? Um, yeah. So, like, take, think of a rock, like a, a, bla- like a, a charcoal black rock. Mm. And it's shiny when it's wet. And when it's not wet, it's just, it's like a dull black rock, like you'd find in a creek. Now... The black rocks that are in my shower have this gray glaze over them, and even some still have grout that did not come off. So there's the black rock with a little grout over. It's like con- it's like fucking concrete. I mean, that's what we put in. Essentially, it's concrete. You know, so I don't know what to do now. I mean, um, it kind of sucks. You know, but it's her fault. And I'm like, you make enough money, you're selling all these houses, you fucking find somebody, you fix it. I don't want to, I'm done. Like, I'm never doing it again. I sure the fuck I'm not. not gonna. And have you ever tried to take grout out? It's not an easy job. It's like, it's very tedious. Um, you take like a Dremel and you go in and you gut it out. And I've seen dudes do it. It's like, if you're just replacing a tile, you will go and you'll take a Dremel and you'll try not to crack the other tiles and you'll go through and... It's a thing, man. It's a total fucking thing. So, yeah, I guess it's her fault that she said you could do it over it, but she kind of just said touch it up, right? You, you were the one who went over everything. Well, this is that gray area, no pun intended, of being, you know, happy wife, happy life, being a good husband. When they asked for you to do shit, you know, you, you try to accommodate that, right? You, you know, right. like there's no reason right now for me to say I don't have time. There's like, I can't. It's, it's just impossible. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what do you mean you don't have fucking time? You got fired almost five weeks ago. What are you doing? You know, so I got time, but I didn't know any better. You know, it, it is my fault. I should have Googled, but she shouldn't have told me what to do. She's a bully. That's what she is. She's a grout bully. <laughs> and the times before Google, you wonder how many, I mean, now that Google exists, you, you wonder how many times shit was just fucked up in the 80s when, uh, you know, you couldn't, you, you just went by word of mouth, really. Well, actually, that's a really good point because you think about the stuff that we suffer from today that in the 80s, they fucked up. Uh, For example, when they were building houses, a lot of them put all the trash in the yard and covered it up. Brandon, you probably know this doing irrigation and stuff. When you're going and you're trenching people's yards, you're like, what the fuck? Old McDonald's styrofoam, uh, you know, Big Mac things. And then now... You know, 30 years later, 40 years later, all that trash is decomposing, which is causing sinkholes. So, like, you don't have to just live in Florida being so close to sea level to have sinkholes. In Georgia, you know, we've seen, I've seen the, in my neighborhood, you know, because it was built in the 80s. They just dumb fucks put all the trash out in the yard. And then you, like, just see the front yard just suck in, just cave in because of that. But if they had Google, they would have fucking known, right? Right, exactly. To not or bury like the, trash. That, yeah. yeah, to not <laughs> yeah. bury trash, yeah. <laughs> 
You think it'd be common sense. Uh, or like the houses in Florida, a lot of times they've just been kind of jimmy rigged together. So you, you turn on one light switch and the, the faucet goes on and you turn on another light switch and the, the microwaves turns off and they, they just kind of put things together, probably just because some guy that didn't know what he was doing was trying to tell you how to do it. Yeah, but think, looking it up. but think about this too. If Google existed in the 80s, how dumb would Google have been? Because the people make good, well... Well, yeah, the people make Google. I mean, Google essentially is a social, you know, network, right? You know, you're yeah. you're taking articles from, um, you know, established uh, sources, I guess. But the people that are working there, they don't know yet. So the shit that we didn't know in the '80s, let's just say 1985, if Google existed in 1985, and then 30, 40 years later, you're like, dude, I Googled it in '85, and it told me to fucking regrout. Like, what the fuck? Google was an idiot back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Who's this author of this article? Rachel Guy? <laughs> I had no idea. My wife had a whole tile weekly with Rachel Guy. It was a yeah. blog. <laughs> so that's what we got uh, to look forward to when we get uh, out of the cabin and go up there. So. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Do you have a bunch of land that needs to be cleared? Maybe you're building a house, putting a new business up, putting in a pool, green space for the dog, whatever. JHM Land Solutions, LLC. It's in the name, Solution, right? My buddy Charles Fountain owns this company. It's family-owned, grading, land-clearing, mulching, and tree company. A little side note, where does JHM come from? This is how much of a family guy Charles is. Jeremy, Hunter, Maylee. That's his three kids. Names in order of birth. JHM, bam. Landowners, homeowners, businesses wanting to turn their property into usable space, land clearing, grading, mulching, tree work, anytime. If you're in Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee, they're going to take care of you. And by the way, no job too big, no job too small. With the most care, and they strive to exceed all expectations on every project. How do you get a hold of them? Well, on Facebook, just search JHM Land Solutions, or you can call 770-274-9120. That's 770-274-9120. Solutions for your outdoor space. Are you looking to sell or buy a house? I've got the best person in the entire world. She's my wife, Rachel Guy. She's your guy. Realtor, not real estate agent. It's Realtor. I got corrected on that by my wife, who I'm telling you to use to buy or sell a house. She's with Keller Williams Atlanta North Office. So if you're in the Atlanta area, uh, you know, you guys can meet up face to face. There's a good chance I'll be with her because I don't trust you just quite yet. Uh, but if you're outside and you're looking to come anywhere in the Southeast, you know, she's going to help. She's the best at what she does. She really is, in all seriousness, very, very good. Stress-free buying and selling in this crazy, crazy market. Uh, you can get a hold of her just for business purposes, people. You understand me? 404-797-4600. That's 404-797-4600. Uh, or you can email her. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. I am R-A-C-H-E-L-G-U-Y at gmail.com. All right, fellas, enough of this dilly-dallying around with our health. It's uh, no joke, you know. You got to get serious about it at some point. As the as, uh, the older you get, the less time you find yourself going to the gym, eating better, so on and so forth. At 46 years of age, you know, when I found out for the first time when I went to Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, that my testosterone was so low, you know. According to the federal government, I'm fine. 
but in real life, not good. And it was really because of my sleeping habits at the time. So Nuberty's Men's Wellness League is a men's wellness facility for guys and guys only in Sandy Springs, Georgia. Not to say that they can't help you if you're listening to the BS uh, anywhere else in the world, you can reach them at menswellnessleague.com and they can have a virtual consultation with you. So, you know, we want to boost that energy, strength, muscle, focus, confidence, longevity, whether it's testosterone maintenance, uh, medical weight loss, IV vitamin cocktails, erection correction, they do it all there. They're going to give you a deal because you are a special person because you listen to the BS. So right now, uh, the wellness combine's 99 bucks. Can't beat that. That's $200 off the regular price. Plus mention my name, Bailey, B as in boy, A-I-L-E-Y. You're going to get 10% off that price. Again, menswellnessleague.com. There's a uh, book a call button right there on the homepage. Just hit that. And back to you, Jason. Brandon, do you do any tile work? You got anybody in your little network? <laughs> no, we do not. Blue collar workers. That, I know we've got sponsors that do all that stuff. You know, so like Rockland Contracting, he could probably, he could probably, he does a bunch of shit. He does like all kinds yeah. of stuff. So he could probably take. Isn't it idea. funny when whenever somebody's handy, you just kind of like you know. I feel like Brandon Brandon's a kind of handy guy. Uh, doesn't you know works with his hands and everything. So I just kind of assume he knows how to do everything. That's why I just asked Jeremiah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Jeremiah. I mean, Jeremiah does almost know how to do everything, but you just kind of assume that they can do any type of work and they don't have just a specialty. Jeremiah is my go-to. You know, he, he mm. was here at the cabin the other day doing stuff, uh, you know, not, it was electrical stuff, really. I needed a light over the grill area. I needed a new light here in the game room. Actually, if you're watching this video, I need even more light. Um, so he was doing that, and then he leaves and this happens every time. As soon as you leave, something happens. And I, and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> like, I know nothing about electrical. Like, I know nothing about lands. I, I want to learn, but I always forget to have him teach me or really just look over his shoulder. Like, I would love to do the shit that Jeremiah and even Brandon does. I, I just, you know, that's what happens when you grow up a bastard. You know, that, that, that is the reason. That is the excuse. If you grew up a bastard without a father... You don't know how to do all the cool shit. Brandon, your dad probably taught you all the shit you know, right? Most of it. Yeah. Def August. Bit of it. Def August, the same thing, right? Def August is yeah. a he's a welder. And you know, I know he went to school and you have to be certified, and it's a thing to be a welder. But Def August has got a very handy dad. His dad fucking catches bees for a living, right? Yep, catches bees, splits wood, and teaches fifth uh, fifth graders. <laughs> Look at that. That's a trifecta. It's, it's, uh, it's a hat trick right there. Yeah. You know, I don't know how Def, Def August was more of probably a visual thing, I'm sure, growing up. <laughs> yeah. I, think he, I think he gets, uh, he like cultivates honey. I don't think he like chases bees around and catches them. Oh, he does he's it not all. Like a dog, he's not like a dog catcher. <laughs> oh, he does it all. And then, then he squeezes the honey out of them. He, he's like a cow. He milks them. <laughs> You know, I, I, uh, can you milk a Jeremiah. bee? Can you milk a bee, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I text Jeremiah a couple, a uh, couple of weeks ago because I was watching Netflix and this, you know, when you, the show ends and it pops up with a couple other shows that they'll play next. One of them was, it was a home improvement show and it was called Jeremiah and Nate. I don't know if it was like Builds Houses or something. So I took a picture of it and I sent it to him. I was like, hey, dude, look, they got a TV show for us. And he never re never responded to me. And then I was telling my wife about it. And she goes, you know, those are two gay guys. And I was like, really? That's like, probably no why. Yeah. As, as soon as he left the other day, I, I, was, I was out putting up some Christmas decorations here at the cabin. And by the way, if anybody wants to stay, BaradiceCity.com. Uh, we have some open dates in December, believe it or not. Um, and... Uh, and so, you know, we don't do 
too much, but we want to make it as homey as possible. You know, we've got people that'll be here for Thanksgiving tomorrow. Um, we've got uh, we've got uh, people that'll be here for Christmas Day. You know, so we're putting up lights. We put a wreath, uh, uh, a wreath, wreath, wreath. I say wreath, wreath outside. Some little candy canes. You know, those little cheap fucking plastic candy canes that you poke in the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't work very well when you're on a mountain and you're poking in a rock. So I've already oh, broke like six of the damn things, which are kind of <laughs> pointless, right? So we had some trees removed, and, and as I was going up and down the driveway doing these fucking candy cane things the other night, um, we had some trees removed, and um, the uh, tree guy just fucking launched this large tree on the side of our driveway. Like, it's just there. And I don't know what to do with it. I mean, I guess it's kind of woodsy. It looks fine. There's a down tree. I don't know. But when he did it, he he pulled the landscape wire that goes all the way to the end of the driveway. Our driveway is really long. And so one of our lights was fucked up. And, it, and it's really simple stuff. You know, you get those Home Depot lights. They make a dummy proof where they have a clip on the end of it. And you just take the clip and you put it onto the landscape wire. Well, this tree fucked everything up. It like yanked the wires that were connected apart it cracked the light. It cracked the little gimmick uh, thing that you did all this shit. So last night, uh, freezing my ass off. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm trying to fix this thing. So I called Jeremiah. Hey, man, are you up? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a problem. I want to get it fixed right now. Okay, what is it? So I tell him what the problem is. He goes, it's real easy. You just got to put these wires back with these wires, put the wire nut on top, um, and then take the other one and do this and just put them all together. He goes, does, does that make sense? No, not at all. <laughs> he said, no, 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 it's really easy. You just got to put, you know, you take this and you put this and then you, and then you put them like this. He goes, that makes sense, right? No, not at all. He goes, all right, look, uh, let me draw you a picture. I'll send you a picture. This motherfucker sends me a picture. It looks like the female reproductive system. <laughs> it makes zero sense. <laughs> I wrote him back. I said, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This makes zero sense. <laughs> so I figured it out on my own. And by the way, landscape wire, because it's so low voltage, does not electrocute you. If you touch the wires, then it's on. That's a good thing. A little FYI. Oh, Learning something from us. Oh, yeah. Put it on the Google so yeah. the future generation knows. But from experience, do not take a screwdriver and unscrew the wire in the back of a, a, a washing machine while that's plugged in. That will electrocute you. I've done oh, that. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have a bad time. Yeah. That was like two years ago, and I still have energy. Like, I'm still, I'm still just <laughs> bursting with energy right now. I'm still on tumble. <laughs> I'm still doing it. Uh, all right. Um, I guess we'll be done for the black cloud for this week. Thanks to everybody that is subscribing to the BS and the Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday shows. Uh, Nate, I have not told you about this idea yet. We'll discuss it on Friday's show, but I'm thinking about adding a sixth day of content. A sixth day of content. Would you like to take a guess on what that content might be? Is it Bailey and Brandon go to the grocery store? No, it is not <laughs> Bailey and Brandon going to the grocery store. But we will discuss it on Friday's big show. Uh, I think people would actually enjoy this. What I'm trying to do is create a network where there's tons of content, right? And, and you know, eventually we'll have to hire more people, obviously. Um, but, you know... W- when people are listening to us, whether it's Spotify or iHeart or whatever, whatever platform you're on, 
you know, it's like it just it just rolls over to the next thing, right? It goes to the next thing mm-hmm. in line. And then you can yeah. scroll. It's you know it's easier. And, and and I'm trying to I'm actually doing a pretty good job. As I go and I meet with um, potential clients, some of the clients don't get podcasting, right? And I didn't get it either for a while. I really didn't because right. I didn't bother. I didn't care because I was doing terrestrial radio. Why should I care what podcasting's about? Then even when I started to try to do podcasting some years ago, like seven, eight years ago, I didn't know how to do it. Like it just it, it just wasn't natural for me. It, it wasn't radio-esque. You know, now I've gotten out of that radio-esque Jason uh, and these shows are great. I really enjoy doing these shows. It's, it's fantastic. And the listeners, uh, even though they're radio listeners, podcast listeners listen to podcasts differently than they do radio. Have you noticed that? Uh, what do you mean differently? I mean, it still goes in their ears. But what I'm saying is they, they, they get, they, there's more budge room for podcasting. You know, they, they're not as, um, they're not as uh, critical. You know, like if you listen to the radio and you have a bad bit, they will jump down your throat. You've got 10, 12, 15 minutes, however long your segments are. If you're a music DJ, you've got a, a minute, 30 seconds, and you're trying to do your best to entertain an audience. And there's a lot of radio DJs, don't get me wrong. But for the most part, everybody's giving it the old college try. And if you don't hit at least a double every time, terrestrial radio listeners will jump down, especially talk listeners, will jump down your throat. They're like, Motherfucker, if you're in that seat and you're a talk radio host, you better come at me with better shit than this, right? Right. Podcast listeners, even though they come from, I think, a talk background, like as far as listener goes, they give you more lead way. Like this shit that we're talking about right now, if we were to have this conversation on, on a terrestrial radio station, people would jump down our throats. Oh, my God. The program director, like, what are you talking about? Why are you talking about this? The listeners go, what are you talking about? Why are you talking about this? Podcast listeners are like, oh, this is pretty fucking interesting. Thank you for sharing that with me. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Well, I think, um, you know, like at least with the radio, if you're in the car, you're traveling, you're kind of somewhat limited to the your options. So you're a lot of times you might just be listening because, you know, you're in a certain city and you got it on or something. But with podcast, you've made the decision to seek it out. It's an investment in your time. You've, you've seeked it out. You, you enjoy the show. You enjoy the personality. So you're like, OK, yeah, I can relate with this. Yeah, and, and so when I'm explaining this to people, you know, I, I, what I want to do, and Brandon, I'm probably going to have you do this because it's really simple, is to record a quick video on how easy it is. This was my point before, to listen to a podcast in the car. Like, I think people that don't get it, they think that, that this big process, this huge learning curve. And I was explaining to a potential client, I was over his house the other day, how easy it is because he really had no concept of it. He's a satellite radio listener. And I said, when you first got satellite radio, it was a learning curve because it wasn't on the traditional FM, AM, or FM, really, part of your car. You know, the newer cars will have, some of them now have actually Sirius XM buttons in them, or you have to hit source to scroll through it. So he's like, yeah, you know, you're right, I did. And then there's all these channels with satellite radio. Then you have to find the channels that you like, and then you go from there. So it was a learning curve. Podcasting is the same thing. It's on your car. It's just another option. The great thing about podcasting is you don't have to do anything. It pauses when, it, when you, your nav comes up. A phone call comes up in your car. It will pause. You won't miss anything like uh, with radio, whether it's terrestrial or satellite. It's really cool. So that means if you're advertising on said podcast or any podcast, 
your ad's not going to be missed. It will be there yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's not like, um, you know, if you're in the car, maybe you're going through the drive through you got to turn it down or, or turn it off completely, and then you miss everything that was said, and, and typically you don't have a rewind button. So, um, yeah, you just miss everything if you're listening on terrestrial radio. But, yeah, podcasting is that time shift where you can listen whenever and however you want. And you're starting to see more radio personalities put more time into their podcasting, even if they go back to terrestrial radio. You know, Cadillac Jack, uh, the country DJ in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, nice guy. And just, you know, after he got fired, he didn't talk to me anymore. I don't know why. Um, but, uh, you know, he'd been in this town, been in the market. He's, in my opinion, I got mad respect for the guy for what he's done over the years. I, that's how I am with radio personalities, though. And uh, then he gets fired. I mean, he, you know, similar situation. He had heat with the, the bosses. And, you know, then he had the incident at the concert. And then there's the big lawsuit. And, you know, there's certain people in that building that are protected because they're the key witness for Cumulus Media and all that stuff. So, but he just got a job at a country station. I don't know where it's at, somewhere in Georgia. But he, I saw him make a post the other day and he said, you know, the, the new Cadillac Jack logos are going to be similar to what his podcast is. I think his podcast is called The Second Act, you know, which mm-hmm. I, th- I think is actually a very clever name. And so the, the radio station that he's at, I think it's called Bear. It's a bear. It's a bear. Mm-hmm. And they made it so it looks like the pie. So they're, 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 they're mixing both of them together. So whoever runs that radio station, very, very smart move. And on Cadillac Jack's part, it's very smart so we can keep the, ca- the, the podcast brand for when the terrestrial radio side fires them again. You know? Yeah. Because the podcast yeah. will well, always be there. Yeah, and it's good too, you know, especially like if we're still on, you know, terrestrial, it's nice to have a little side thing where, you know, a lot of you've you've mentioned it before a lot of times if we talk to a guest and they only got 10 minutes or, you know, just things that we we can't do in long form. It's nice to have this little side project where you can do an uncensored long form conversation with somebody. I got a a text from uh, somebody in the business pretty high up, very high up in the business in Atlanta um, works for. for one of the radio companies, and they it asked me, and they said, Are "You ready to come back?" And I said, <laughs> "I put a laughy face." I said, "No." <laughs> I said, "No." They're like, and I said, "Plus, my nine competes not up until I think February, so I'm going to juice this as much as possible. I'm not. I'm never giving this up. I'm never going to let it go. I'm never going to give it up. Just because I love this so much, and this will always be here for us. This isn't going anywhere. I can't be fired." from my own podcast it's absolutely fucking impossible for me to get fired at this job (laughs) it's like the only job that exists that i can't get fucking fired so fuck you i'm here to stay (laughs) so if i do take another terrestrial radio gig this has got to come with me it's like getting into a relationship saying yeah you know i like you you like me but uh, I got a Zika baby as a child, and he needs a little extra care. So he's 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 part of the package. <laughs> this is a, this podcast is my Zika baby. That's what it is. <laughs> so anyway, all right, we'll talk more on Friday's show about uh, extending the content. Also, um, we had a little celebratory dinner the other night where Brandon came out. Uh, sorry, Nate, Ooh. you couldn't make it. We were thinking about putting you on Zoom at the restaurant, and. Uh, <laughs> 
Brandon got, let's call, let's, let's call this a signing bonus of all signing bonuses. <laughs> so we'll talk about that on Friday's show as well. All right, jasonbailey.com. Thanks to all the sponsors. Thanks for listening to the Black Cloud Podcast. And we'll talk to you, of course, every weekday. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now. There's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. <laughs>